Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. The pandemic has had its impact on all of us, even the smallest in our community. Hannah Myers is a sleep consultant who's been supporting new mums through the coronavirus ups and downs. She's noticed some interesting effects of the changing and sometimes constricting environment. Hi, Hannah. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. Can you tell us, uh, to start with, what kinds of consultations do you do? Like when when women are in a hot spot or they're in lockdown, are they mostly yeah. Zoom-based over the phone or how do you yeah, do them? Yeah, so my, my sleep programs are all over the phone. So we'll do like an initial intake process. And then from there, we have a sort of really comprehensive phone call to go over all my suggestions and you know, routine changes and things like that. And then I do a little 10-day program. So we speak on the phone again each day for 10 days while mum goes off and implements it over the 24 hours. So it's you've, you're in fairly regular contact with them over a period of time. What kinds of challenges have you found parents faced in this time? They're really interesting. Um, I'm calling them COVID babies because what I'm seeing now that lockdowns have, have eased around most of the country, the sleep industry's gone berserk for consultants because they've got all these babies that have had this sort of funny situation where they're at home 24-7, mum's stuck at home, and now these babies can't sleep anywhere else but in a dark room, in their cot. And so now that everyone's got this new freedom, which is really exciting, mum can't even pop baby in a pram, go and have a little short nap and get a coffee and, you know, just sort of do all the things a new mum would want to do. Um, it, it's so interesting you say that because when I had my baby, I remember all the advice was to stay home. So they got used to sleeping yeah. in the cot and our babies were... Uh, we were kind of feeling bad that they could only sleep when they were moving. So, yeah, look, I'm on the fence about this because I, you like my clients would know with my routines. I always, um, if they're on one or more, sorry, if they're on two naps a day, I'll always say just to try and get in the routine of doing one of them out and about because who wants to be stuck at home all day? It's just not realistic, and I don't want people in a situation where they can't leave the house at certain times and they're slave to routine. And also, if there's a toddler in the mix or an older sibling, it just doesn't work to stay home all day. That's um, absolutely true. Yeah, then you need to go and get your coffee and go to the park with the older one and do your errands. And then, you know, I do like to prioritise some sleep at home, obviously, in the cot, at least one sleep a day. But otherwise, I think it's really important that parents are able to get out um, of the house. So these babies, the reason why they're only used to sleep in the one spot is obviously because their parent, their stay-at-home parent, was there with them. Have you found that has had an impact on parents as well? Because that would have yeah. driven me insane. It's insane. And, I like, yeah, it's, it's a really um, – the mums I'm sort of dealing with at the moment, I'm – seeing sort of a level of anxiety um, that I haven't seen before because these poor women have been stuck at home. Um, they don't have access to the, um, you know, the mother's groups that you would normally have gone to, coffee dates with friends and Jimbaroo classes for Bob and, you know, swimming lessons and even doctor's appointments were done over the phone. Things just weren't running as normal and it's been really quite isolating. And so I'm seeing this, and I, and I think being stuck at home, I'm seeing a bit of an um, obsession around sleep almost. It's like, 
you know, what have you done all day but focus on Bub's naps? They've had nothing else to do. So we've got these sort of really highly strung, um, you know, mums, unfortunately, poor things. Obviously, we've had different stages of restrictions depending where you are in the country. Mm -hmm. But most of us have had a period where, you know, we might be a bit cautious where we go, but we're still Mm -hmm. able to get out and about. Are you finding that those women, because they've had such an anxious period at the beginning of all this, are less likely to even take those opportunities? Definitely. Like, you know, you, you would know you come home from the hospital with your baby and that first outing is like this huge thing. And, you know, <laughs> yes. like I used to go out and I'd have like my husband would come with me and we'd take 200 bags full of things. And, <laughs> you know, and you slowly build up to a point where you're just chucking bub in the car and going out eventually. But these women are doing that now and they've got like, you know, six, seven, eight month old babies. Mm. Um, and it's just this whole new thing. And there is a lot of anxiety about going out. There's issues of immunity as well because none of these bubs have had the normal exposure to the outside sort of environment. And they're just they're learning how to be mums in a normal sort of society. It's been a really, really unfortunate little year for those new mums, unfortunately. Very isolating. Very isolating. And, yeah, and as I've said, it's kind of, I think that things that wouldn't otherwise have seemed to bothered mums, like, you know, if you could chuck Bob in a pram and go out and do what you need to do and go and visit your family and your friends, I think there wouldn't be um, such an anxiety around this sleep that I'm seeing at the moment. But, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that it's sort of really rearing its head. I'm seeing all the after effects of lockdown now. And a lot of people during lockdown and the restrictions uh, have been doing lots of Zoom calls and that's how they've Mm -hmm. felt connected. I don't know, even without small babies, if that would have been enough for me. Were you finding, were any of the women you were looking after finding connection online or, you know, was Uh there anything like that going on? Oh, look, nothing like what you and I would have, like, kind of experienced a couple of years ago. Like, it it, it was very, um, sort of, your, your support was very, very death it wasn't happening a lot I think at the start everyone tried to get in this really good routine of doing your zoom and you know you face with parents and you do this and that and then it kind of would ebb and flow so I a lot of these women have had no one to talk to you know if their husband's come home at the end of the day or if I do my catch-up call then the poor things are like word vomit because they're just staying at home on their own yeah um but yeah and like you know apart from the odd um would work call or you sort of catch up with your mother's group on that Zoom, which is not very personal. It's been, yeah, not not a lot going on for these people. What would you say, I mean, there, there might be mums listening now who've had that experience. Um, mm-hmm. Would you have any advice for them sort of going forward? Because I admit that in my mind, I always thought, even though I didn't consciously admit it, I thought this would be all over in a year. I knew that we would be Mm. easing out of it, but I didn't expect that we'd be seeing second waves, new strains. Mm. The uncertainty doesn't look like it's going to stop this year. Um, No, just get out while you can. You know, the thing like, for example, that was all behind everyone and things were relatively back to normal. And then all of a sudden, within the course of a few days, it's locked down again. So it's, got a little period where your restrictions are quite um, easy going and you can go and do some exercise or you can go and find a mum support group to hang out with and have your sort of patch up and do it now and establish the base so that if you do go back into lockdown, you've got yourself a network that you've made in this time. 
Yeah. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for your time today. No worries. Thanks for having me. That's Hannah Myers, also known as the Sleep Nurse. And Hannah is one of the experts at Babyology's Parent School. You can book a one-on-one consult with her through the website. Just check out the links in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a Babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.